Hello and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. I'm Jasmine, your host, and I have my friend Natalie, who's on mute right now. I don't know why, but my friend Natalie. <laughs> hey, Natalie. I thought I'd let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, is she going to be able to say something? How are you, Natalie? I'm good yourself, Jazz. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Natalie, just before we begin, and we have a beautiful conversation about living the life we want, and I know you've got plenty to say about that. Um, can you tell my listeners who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Oh boy. Okay. So my name is Natalie Loring. I currently live in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Canadian uh, podcast! Woohoo! <laughs> Local too. So uh, originally from Northern Ontario. So for those of you who are Canadian who are thinking, really, you're in Ottawa? Yeah, I have a little bit of a country twist to me because I'm from Northern Ontario originally. Um, so about myself, um, well, I am a mom of a six-year-old. I'm a wife of an amazing husband who reminds me every day that I'm loved, even on those days that I forget that love is all there is. Mm. And I'm a mom of some furry little ones, so rescue cats and dogs who remind me every day that ah, life can be nice and slow and still really nice, right? Mm. And um, I'm an adventurer, you know, I, I'm a country girl who prefers to be in her canoe than to be in a business suit in a cubicle. Um, and then for a living, or I guess my contribution to the world is um, I'm a coach, trainer, and a facilitator. Okay. And we met during all these three principles trainings that we've been loving because I think that we both love the conversation yes but it feels like we've known each other forever though yeah it's <laughs> yeah. funny it's funny like so so for those of you listening we're both bilingual so we're I'm hoping we're going to stick to English because I think we, <laughs> we're both the same we can switch to French in a jippy <laughs> so hopefully there will not be any French in this podcast. But if there are and you like it, well, Tom, you, mes amis, Tom, you. <laughs> You'll definitely get a lot of A's because we're both Canadian. There you go, <laughs> eh? <laughs> so tell me, my friend, what do you think? Like, my, as you know, my podcast is Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. And um, I know that you've been going through stuff lately, you know, life, life is alive, right? So we have to go through things. And I think that lately you've seen something about living the life you want. Yeah. I know it's a pretty big, big thing, but what would you say? Yeah, so, so just so that people can kind of have the context, there's been a lot of health issues lately for me. And you know, I love that the way you asked the question, Jazz, because I think that's what I saw in it, is that a lot of us spend a lot of time saying what we don't want. I didn't want to be sick. I didn't want to have health issues. I didn't want to feel tired. I didn't want this, 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 this. And 
I think lately what I really started to see is that a better question is, what is it that I really want? And for me, I, I just really wanted to reconnect with love and, and the present and the joy of the simplicity of just playing with my kid or walking the dog or connecting with another human being through the work I do. Like, that's what I've seen lately is I, I ask the right question, really sincerely know what you want. And it's pretty cool to notice how it starts to emerge from there. Mm. Do you think that do you think that it's about um, the moment? Do you think it was like, it's kind of like what I heard, like my podcast is dream it, dare it, do it, right? So it feels like you were kind of caught up in the doing. Well, I, yeah, and, and a lot in the future, right? Because mm. doing in the present was about what it would yield tomorrow about achieving a goal that was in the future about you know just a lot of tomorrow like I, I never even stayed in the moment when I was doing to really enjoy it in the moment it was always okay so that contract's done okay next right and like there was just no yeah. pause and oddly enough, that tends to be the market I work with. It's high achiever executives who have the same yeah. approach. Yeah. And um, so nothing happens for without a reason. Yeah. And it, it's been a gift for me and in turn a gift for my clients. Yeah. Yeah. I I I can hear it. I can hear. I can hear that it was almost like the the health the health stuff, like he's you know the universe or mind or whatever you want to call it said, "Yo, you don't want to stop here now you gotta right and then you had no choice, yeah. right? It's been telling me that probably for the past year. I just ignored it. So it kept getting louder and I ignored it. I kept getting louder and I ignored it until it finally said, you just don't have a choice anymore, lady. You're going to stop. Yeah. And it didn't give me a choice. And, and amazingly, the battle that I used to have where I really hated how my body was holding me back. And now there's just this new love and appreciation of like, man, it did its job mm. better than I could have ever imagined yeah and I really wish that all the medical professionals who were trying to guide me would see that and appreciate that for that gift that it gave me instead of saying oh okay like man we we have to do this and give you this pill and do that like no I didn't need to give it more things to override the system I needed to stop and hear it Mm. Mm. and we're beautifully built aren't we yes we are we definitely are and it's um it's like 
so people listening don't think that we're saying don't get a goal. <laughs> you know, it's not about not having the goal. I think it's forgetting that you've created the goal. Right? And then forgetting that that was all made up. And that was all made up in 1995. <laughs> and you're now in 2021. And maybe it actually changed if you would just look and check. Yeah. And the thing too is there's a difference between having a goal like, oh, you know, this is where I'm going towards versus having a lot writing on it that it has to be accomplished this way and it has to look that way and you know it's one thing to for it to be a source of uh, like I don't a vision or motivation versus it be like the ball and chain that dictates your day-to-day and and I loved a recent uh, conversation you had with Mavis where she she distinguishes the difference between a want which is that that misuse of our creative energy. And, and unfortunately, I think the way that a lot of leaders and high performers, and we really <laughs> abuse our creative power by creating these goals that, um, that we hold on to, like they are written in stone and, and that's the unhealthy relationship that we can have with goals. Yeah. There's, there's so much power in being in the present. Um, you know, the other day I was talking with my friend, Rob, uh, you know, Rob Cook. Yeah. And um, Rob had a car accident. And Rob was in the mil- military and Rob has been in the war. And, you know, like he's he's had PTSD and he, you know, and he talks freely about this. I'm not, you know, divulging anything. He actually talks about it. Um, and, and when he had his car accident, he, and, and this was the first time he was in, in a car accident after understanding this conversation that we're having about mind thought consciousness. Um, and, and he said, I could see, I could see the, the, the anxiety, the thinking that was coming up. And he said something that made me go, wow, like that just, just made me go. Bleh. He, he's like the, the, the police officer was talking to him and he said, he was asking him questions and this and that. And, and, and Rob said, can you just give me a moment? He says, I just need to get present. And the cop was looking at him going, what? You know, like we understand this conversation, but the police officer is going, you want to what? You are present. You're right here, dude. Uh, so he, what he did is he, he just settled and then he went to touch. He went to touch the ambulance and he went to touch the car and he, he touched himself. And then he said to himself, oh yeah. I'm here. Everything else is memory. Mm. That was just like, for me, I was like, yeah, if we could only do that for ourselves, be able to settle down and just go, okay, what's going on right now? It's there's just now. And I think there's, 
the second that I bring myself back to the present, my breathing calms, my brain settles, my body relaxes, and then I can, okay, what's next? You know, that's the only time that I can see clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The presence is key. And the other thing is the simplicity in the present moment. Like I have a six-year-old, right? And, you know, without he doesn't think. It's like quick, right? If I say, oh, I'm so tired. It's like a quick two-second. Well, then go to bed, mom. Right? Like there's no thinking about it. And there's no... And, you know, there's so much wisdom in what he says, but, you know, my head is racing. Well, I, I can't, I got to do this, do that, do that. Yeah. But like, he's so in the moment and so responsive to what I'm saying. And I'm like, my six-year-old has more wisdom than I do in this moment because I'm not a present and be living in the simplicity that free of that all that thinking we have yeah you know i i've been self-employed since 2001 and um i've been living alone since 1992 <laughs> <laughs> i was freaked out like i've been living alone for 29 years it's just like freaky um and and what i'm seeing what i've i've been through a whole bunch of stuff and one of the things that I've, I've gone through is I, I like watching TV. I, I, I love watching TV, actually. And I went through this process of, you know, hiding it. I would hide it. I wouldn't tell you, like, that I liked watching TV because I had this thought that watching TV was a waste of time. And a lot of people agree with me, don't get me wrong, but I actually love it right? And as, as when I became self-employed, well, I could watch TV as much as I could, right? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, well, it's 10, what's playing at 10 in the morning, you know? And, and I went through this period of just like, I would just binge and binge and binge. And that's why that also the live the life you want transformed for me. Like I created the words, dream it, dare it, do it live the life you won when, when I first started my business. And what I noticed is that my want changed my want. Like I want to watch TV. Well, I kind of saw at one point that, you know, like I could watch TV 24 hours a day if I wanted to, you know, but then it lost it lost its luster. It lost its, like I was like just watching TV to watch TV. And then I was really just wasting my time. Mm. Right. But then it turned into, Oh, I actually, it's not really the TV that I like. It's certain shows. So I like comedy. I like drama. I like, you know, these days I'm into true crime. Don't let's not go there, but I'm into true crime. Uh, <laughs> And, and then I started seeing it, it started to transform. It wasn't like, it was like a deeper level of want. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. And, and then I started 
just looking okay so this and I'm, now I'm talking about television but obviously this is just like to make it really simple but I I'm looking at it in every way um now I I told you in the beginning um off camera I told you that I had these um clips that uh segments that I have in the podcast and one of the things that I started looking at was the eating right because I was eating what I want, because I wanted the life, right? The, I wanted to live the life I wanted. So if I'm going to live the life I want, I'm going to eat what I want. Well, ta -da! <laughs> you know? there you go. But now I'm looking at it differently. It's like, okay, so yeah, maybe I want the cotton candy, but really I want the cotton candy at the level of it's a different level. Now I'm like craving salads and I'm, I'm craving, like I'm craving new things that are healthy that I never thought I would. Right. So that's why I loved doing these little clips that I did in this season of the podcast. And I, I have one last episode with um, Amy. Her name is Amy Crippen. She does the segment called eat the, eat, eat what you want, mindful eating. So uh, I, I don't, I, I've recorded this in the April, so I don't even remember what it's about, but the title of it says being present. And I thought that, you know, it was in our theme. <laughs> yeah. So here is the being present capsule. Let's listen to this together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Eat What You Want, Mindful Eating with Amy Crippen. Hi, Amy. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, you? I'm doing awesome, thank you. So Amy, last time had this insight that, you know, it's not about eating. It's about feeding myself. And that feels good, actually. You know, it, it, it's almost like there's freedom around that. But now I'm kind of like, okay, but how do I know I'm feeding myself? Like, how am I, how do I know that I'm nourishing? I, I, I know I'm going to start seeing it differently. I can understand that if I start looking at it now, like I, I just had two apples, you know, which is not something that I eat, but I was like, oh, I want candy. And I looked at the apples and I said, no, let's go do the apples, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I know that it's it and I feel fine you know like I, I don't feel like having that sugar anymore um, but how like what would you tell people now at this point now that they kind of like got there <laughs> <laughs> well first off I you know notice how that gentle recommendation just came from within in the moment yeah. you know it wasn't a planned thing it wasn't like I have to do it this way. There was just this little gentle guidance that was like, no, actually, apples sound great. You know, and we really do have that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I really do see myself reaching for nachos and it's not a diet voice. It's not a self-judgment voice. It doesn't, it doesn't have all those extra layer things. It's just kind of like me mindlessly going nachos. And then my body's like, no, actually you know what you need? You need apples and peanut butter. That would, that, 
that's where your energy's at. And noticing where your energy's at is a, a large part of knowing what to eat and knowing how to nourish yourself, right? Um, and knowing what gives you energy. So much, I mean, that's a primary, that's our, that's what, you know, like we get different types of energy and our body uses energy in different ways. Um, but just to make it very simple, you know, noticing how I'm feeling, my energy levels, my mental clarity, right? My, you can tell like your digestive system feeling heavy or not, you know, um, we can actually, we get that sort of feedback from our body, from, from our diets. There's so much of eating that can cause men, like, you know, chronic fatigue or, um, not having that clarity of mind, kind of that brain fog around us. And we don't realize that it, it surrounds a lot from our nutrition. And like, I get angry. Like, you know how people say that, that, that thing, like I'm hangry, you know, I've been, I've been that way since I was a kid. I mm -hmm. mean, no joke. I mean, if I was hungry, I needed to eat like, right away and I think that one of the things that um has can you know has not been good for me is that I just thought that I just needed to put something in my body you know without actually noticing what it was that I was putting in my body you know um so so there are things that will, I, I feel like these are dumb questions, but I'm still going to have to ask them. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> there are foods that actually have an impact on our mental clarity. You know, like I'm, I'm, work, uh, I'm a transformative coach. So I, you know, I talk a lot about being clear and, and, you know, once you're clear, you, you, you act, you know, you do clear actions. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd never, I never really thought about it. Like, I'm sure it has happened, but I never really thought about, you know, whatever I ate giving me mental fog. I'd never associated that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, you can get really technical <laughs> and look up all the foods that, you know, are good for you, but I'm sure you already have, you know, or the different foods that do X, Y, Z and try to like get more of those in your diet. And I'm not saying that that's a bad way to approach things or not. Um, especially if, you know, if it's something you're curious about, if you're curious about learning about, like, look at it. What I'm saying is you don't have to make it complicated. You don't have to like, fatigue yourself on like being perfect in it it's just about really listening to yourself and um and being present you know like being present to your signals that your body's giving you being present to how you're actually feeling you know and noticing those things so that you can make more in aligned decisions you know when when it comes down to that if that makes sense yeah 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 so um you know it's like 
certain certain foods like berries have antioxidants so yeah it's great to have like berries around you know so you can have those types of things but you really it, my biggest thing is just making sure that you're eating what you like and, and eating a variety, right? <laughs> because that's something you're going to stick with versus some fad that you're trying for a short period of time and then you revert back to the really bad habits that aren't nourishing you, if that makes sense, right? Like you, you like spiral into the bad habits and you, that aren't nourishing you. Yeah, I remember... Um, I go see this, this girl that does reflexology on me. Mm -hmm. and, uh, she's a naturopath. And, you know, we've talked, we, we talk about, you know, she, she massages me for like an hour and a half. So obviously we talk. Uh, and I remember, you know, I remember her saying, you know, like when you, when you start eating junk food, you get into this, this spiral, like the, the more you eat it, the more you want it. And then you just get into this, this spiral of just, like you could be eating super good all week, you know, like eating healthy, like not because, okay, I'm doing the healthy eating, just like eating healthy. You know, like there's a difference between, okay, this week I'm going to do the healthy eating. Mm -hmm. versus, oh, this week I, I, I'm eating this because I know this is going to feed me and I'm eating this because I know this is going to feed me. You know, like there's a difference. Yes, there is. Mm -hmm. There's a different feel. There's a different energy behind it. Mm -hmm. There's more freedom in... The, the only word I have is freedom. <laughs> you know? I kind of think of it as those restrictive diets are like determination and willpower and getting over your mental you need you know it's like it's like it takes a lot of energy to like tunnel vision your entire life around this way of eating yeah right versus this devotion to your health and because you're devoted to your well-being and your health and feeling well you do your best to make choices in alignment with that. Yeah, so there's a difference where it's 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 like you're come from. This mm -hmm. is with my coach. Yes, you're come from. Yeah, it's your come from. So if you're coming from a, a place of, you know, I I want to feed my body, I know like there's one thing that I I I saw I had a coaching class not long ago and one of the things that uh, I, I said to, I was getting coached and all of this. And, and one of the things that I got is this, I, he, he was asking me, well, Jasmine, when does it feel like um, you, your thinking is really real, right? Because this is what we're exploring in transformative coaching. It's kind of like, okay, well, you, there's thought there's like your personal thinking and then there's just the universal thinking and and then there's just your knowing that this is right for you right there's the this is right for you and so he says when does it really feel real and I you know that's what I, I what I said is you know when I really want something you know 
like or I really like or don't like more like when I don't like something that's really real you know and and then what came to me was but what I'm realizing is that when I'm really really sitting in my well-being when I'm sitting in this place where I just am me I'm not who I think I should be I'm not who I who you think I should be, <laughs> not, you know, I'm just me, clean and simple. I know what's right for me and I'm unshakable. And I don't care what you think about that. I don't care what anybody thinks about that. And what I saw was that I don't even care what I think about that. Mm. Yeah, because you know it's right for you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool that, you know, I'm able to go, yeah, I think I should have candies. But my well-being says, yeah, you, you can think that, but let's go have apple. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful insight because like, I have no idea how this, like, how this is going to what this is going to do in my life, right? Yeah. It just literally just occurred. Occurred. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's a nice place to stand. It is. Yeah. 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 You get to do it your way. Mm -hmm. You know, we really do get to do what feels good to us. Yeah. All right, Amy, we're gonna close up this episode. And then we'll see you on another one. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you for the chat. Take care. Of course. Bye-bye. That was cool. <laughs> that is cool. What did you hear? You, you know, it, oh, it's so timely. Because I think it's one of the things that I've come to see for myself lately. Is that... <clears throat> You know, I thought there was thought and then there was body. And what I've come to see is even body sensation, cravings for food. They're just a different type of thought. And just like I don't need to breathe life into one or hold on to one. And, you know, I, I also don't need to get scared about cravings or, you know, pain here or pain there that that. And I don't even need to pay attention to it or do anything about it because they're all going to pass. And just like we have one thought that says, oh, I, I'd really like to, you know, punch this person in the face because they make me so angry. And the same moment, there's this other thought of, I really just want to show them love. They're there at the same time. So as much as there's like, oh, I'm craving candy, there's the other one is there. But the feeling. The feeling that comes from the different ones is so clearly different. And, you know, Mavis shared it with you in your, your last uh, recording that when we're just in tune to what it feels like, we're a little bit more onto what's really serving us and what's not serving us. Yeah. I, uh, you know, in, in this, in this recording, I say, 
this is a new uh, this is a new thing and I don't know what's going to happen with it because it was like and I, no joke I recorded it in April uh, and so and now we're in June so it's funny because as I was sharing I was like it it has actually been very impactful in my life because the major thing that I saw in that is that my preferences are thought. My preferences are my personal thinking. Um, there's nothing wrong with preferences, people. Now, I'm not telling you that it's wrong to have preferences. How I had it, how I was living my life was that, well, this is my preference. And if I don't have my preference, it's hell. You know, yes. I, yes. I have, and but that has what the insight that I saw that I really don't care what I think has had a major impact on me because I can sit in this space where you were sending the feeling, I can sit in the feeling of love more now because I can see. Oh, yeah, but I would prefer this. Oh, yeah, but I would prefer that. It doesn't matter. It's this, that's all made up. That part is all made up. What's going on right now? Oh, I'm going to tell you a story. So I, I, so let's, let's talk about it like this. I have my personal thinking, my personal identity, like what I think, you know, who I think I am. You know, I have all of these things that I made up about me. One of the things that I made up about me is I like comfort. I don't like to sweat. Um, I like harmony. Needs to be, everything needs to be harmony. Um, I don't necessarily get along with my brothers and my father. Um, and I'd rather stay in than go outside if it's raining. Okay. So given that I'm telling you all of this, um, last weekend, I, and if all of this didn't occur, like it would have a major impact on my mood on, you know, my face, <laughs> like my face would go from to right? So would have a major impact on my face. But last weekend, here's what happened. I'm going to try to shorten because we only have like six minutes left. Um, I, I decided 5pm just finished a class that we were on and going deeper. And I said, wow, it's beautiful outside. I'm going for a car ride. Right? I love going on car rides. So I said, why don't I ask dad? So I called dad and I said, dad, you want to go for a car ride? And he says, where do you want to go? And I said, let's go see my brother, you know, your son. And he's like, okay, hang up the phone. And I was like, first of all, I thought he was going to say no. Second of all, I I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like what? you were in this beautiful space. Why are you going that away? Anyways, but but I'm not paying attention to that thinking. So get in the car, grab my dog, go to my dad's. My dad is elderly. 
he's 79 and he's got trouble walking but he does he's resisting the fact that he's got trouble walking like he thinks no no I can do anything I want so he's in the house and I said that I'm going to go outside and I'm going to walk the dog before we drive because it's going to be a 45 minute drive so he says okay so I put the dog out and the dog starts pooping but she's having uh an issue with her butt that's like her butthole is closed. So the poop is actually not coming out. It's actually spreading all over her butt. And I'm like, shit, poor baby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm like looking at her and she's having a hard time and I'm feeling bad, poor baby. Like, you know, and all of a sudden I hear the door open. So I turn around and I'm like, maybe 20 feet away. And my, I see my dad coming down the stairs and he says, come and help me. I said, wait, the dog is doing her thing. You got to wait. So I'm looking at the dog and I'm, and then all of a sudden I hear bang and I'm like, let's turn around. I can't see my dad. My dad fell. So now he's on his back in the garbage pails and my, I can't, I can't let go of my dog. She's right next to the street. So now I'm like, what am I going to do? Figure out a way. He's screaming right now. He's like, come and help me. And I'm like, oh my God. So I turn, take the dog's leash. I tie it to my car window. So hopefully she, if she finishes, she's not going to run away. I go to my father. You want me to help me help you? Like, let me pull you up. He doesn't want me to pull him up. He's like, being upset and he's like just sitting there and he's like how am I gonna do this and I'm like hello I'm right here let me help you and he's just sitting there you know he's like what 200 pounds um, I can't like he's gonna he's got no strengths in his legs so now I'm like oh man you know, so I could go into the thinking, oh man, he's fallen, he's getting old, I'm gonna have to do this. I'm not having any of that. Somebody drives by and sees him on the ground and sees me. I'm like standing, going, looking at the dog, looking at the papa, looking at the dog, looking at the father. I'm like, she drives by, she turns around, she U turns, she gets out of the car and she comes to me. Now I'm like, oh, great. Now, embarrassment, people know right? I'm not going there. But all of that I would have, you know, like I would have had thought that thought. She's like, can I help you? Do you want me to call the cops? I'm like, well, no need to call the cops. Uh, I'm just like, who do I take care of? Like, like the good daughter? Should I take care of the dog? Should I care of the dad? <laughs> what the hell? And she goes, I can take care of the dog. I was like, okay, take care of the dog. So I finally, I helped my dad up. He sits in the car. I thank the lady. My dog is full of poop. She, when she sits in the car, she hops on here. Ain't yeah. no way she's going to hop on here now. So I tell dad, dad, I have to go in the house now and clean the dog. So I go in the house. I clean the dog. I'm sweating profusely because it's a warm day. I get undressed. I'm wet all over place my dad's in the car I'm freaking out washing the dog and I'm like he's gonna be so pissed when I get because he's got no patience get in the car he's like okay so are we ready and I'm like oh, nothing okay so we drive to my brother's on our way there it starts pouring like can't see in front of you pouring and like it's 45 minutes of 
like, like, you know, and I'm, I'm telling you this giggling because I was giggling and I was really amazed at how none of it impacted me, you know, and there's more to the story. There's actually more to the story. I'm not going to tell you because I, I like to embellish and I like to play, and, <laughs> but I was just amazed at how I knew that all of it was made up. And if I brought myself back to the moment, I could see that it's like, okay, so I handled it. I washed the dog. I picked up the dad. I, it was rain. We, we came through it. We saw the brother. It was all okay. And that was freaking amazing to be able to do that, to be untouched by all the thinking that I may have about something. Yeah. And that applies to the conversation about food we've just had, to the conversation to having ambitious goals that I share at the start to the conversation around health like that that's it always comes back to that that's life thinking hard and thinking that we have to do we have to respond to it yeah you know we began the call and you said in your share you said what I really want was love that love is always in you, right? Yeah, and it's not that I wanted love. I wanted to go back to it. Like, I knew it was there. There's just so much stuff in the way that, you know, made it hard to connect to it. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, I really see us as a space. Like, I, I see us as a space. And, and, and we can see things we can see, oh, I don't like this. Oh, I like this. Oh, I have to work at that. Oh, I gotta handle this client. Oh, like, and we can see it all. Right. But it's when our come from is, is love. We can we don't get caught up in it. Like we don't, like it doesn't, it's like, it's almost like, you know, like a dirty bag of clothes, you know, you put the love at the bottom and then you put the dirty clothes on top, (laughs) you know? And it's kind of like the love is going, hello, I'm here, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And the beauty is that you don't even need to know it. Don't need to even call it anything it's just what's left at the end of it all yeah and and back to the the being in the moment I think that's the the being in the moment piece is that it's the only thing that's present in the moment yeah It's, it's like when we, we were hearing, um, you know, in, in the class we're taking now, which is going deeper, where Michael says, you know, everything before the but is heaven. 
Mm. Right? Everything after the but is hell. It's like, so that means like when you see something that you're like, ah, oh, like when you're in this space and you're like, yeah, I just want to play with my kid. But I have to answer this client and I have to answer that client and I have to answer this client and I have to answer that client. Then you just step into hell. Yeah. Or, but I'm tired or, but, but it hurts or, um, you know, but play has to look this way. Yes. <laughs> you could go on and on and all those things, but Yeah. So yeah. tell me, what is the space for you? What, what would you, how would you describe love? That space of love? Oh, I, I don't even know if it can be described. Because I actually think if I tried to describe it, it would probably could mm. take people away from it. Yes, I agree. You know, I think it's just, yeah, know it. Because it feels... And I want to be clear, it's not that, oh, I love him, right? Like that butterfly kind of, it's not, it's just a more peaceful here now, okay. I, I kind of call it the, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I call, I, like, I agree with you, like putting words into it, like, and Mavis taught me this, like Mavis was like, you know, it's about the feeling. So guys, it's about the feeling. But because we're talking and we're on a podcast, we got to put words to it. Because if we would just be sitting here looking at each other in the eyes, it would be like a weird podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's a feeling. And the way that I identify it is like, it's before, you know, you add the right and the wrong, the good, the bad. When bef anything before that is just what is, you know, what is right now. It's almost ex almost acceptance. Like I used to say, love is acceptance. Like you just accept what is and what is not. It, it, it's interesting when I hear the word acceptance. I have a a little yeah. response to it because I, I recently did a group coaching call on that and and it's funny because people are like I just need to accept things and all I could hear was this conversation around wanting to control but see but and that's why words suck yes <laughs> my word the word acceptance for me is love the word acceptance for you is control so it's well, not it about the words yeah, it seems to be the word that when people are said, I need to accept, you know, and they even say it like that. It's like they're trying to overcome the human element of life. <laughs> it's like, I have to accept that I'm human and being human means whatever it is, right? And it's like, well, that or you could just see it for what it is, like you're human and you're here and you're now. Yeah. And whatever happens, like, whatever happens, we're going to get through it. We have till then. We have until now. I mean, everything. I mean, if you would have talked to me when I was 20 and I broke up with my fiance, it was the end of the world. And I got over it. If you talk to me in February, that's how I felt. Right? <laughs> 
couple of years down my journey. But it's so amazing how we can forget it. Even tomorrow, if we had the same conversation, we might feel really different because we are in the moment. And whatever else is present, including our thoughts or sensation or cravings or, you know. Well, I got caught up in this podcast, just in like, we've been talking for 45 minutes and I've been, I got caught up in it. I was like, okay, now I need to put a segment and now how am I going to lead in? And now you're not listening to her. You're supposed to be listening to her, like, and all of this. And I was just (laughs) like, okay, no, just settle. Like, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. If you put the segment, you put it. If you don't, you don't. And that, that's what I call like just bringing myself down. Like there's nothing to do. Just what is occurring in the moment right now? Mm. So what's in the, occurring in the moment right now is that it's time for us to close up the episode. Yeah. And before we close up, I usually say to my guests, would you have a nugget of wisdom? And Mavis last, Mavis last week, she's like, uh, besides all of the ones that we just said, that <laughs> <laughs> is there like an, an ending, ending few words you'd like to say to? Oh my. Yeah. I'm with Mavis like, where to, you know, I'm just going to say the first thing that came up to me because I'm just noticing the time and realizing my son will be home soon and and I can't wait to say hi and I love him. So, you know, just just tell somebody you love them. Mm. Like, just, just, just cause, cause, you know, hug somebody, tell me you love them. It's so cliche, but it's what's in my heart right now is I can't wait to see my son and tell my love. Thank you very much, Natalie. Good luck with everything. I'm sure we're going to be doing stuff together. I'm looking forward to it. To be continued. (laughs) Everybody else listening, I'm going to say, dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want. Take care.